0: Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with Jay Cooper Travels, Crypto Mom 2, and Love Travel Scotland. I'm sharing this on all my various channels because I think this is so important for our our world. And um, I wanted to, today's topic is all about solar. And for a while, I've been talking about this, and I have the exciting news that um, this uh, past week or so, I actually officially became a solar owner. Um, And I'm really excited. I'll be sharing pictures of the panels going up on my roof. And it was super easy. Um, And as a result of my going solar and my, um, you know, caring about why we should go solar. I also decided in full transparency to become an affiliate with the company that um, put the panels on, Power. So I invite anyone who's listening to our conversation today to reach out to me. So that way I can just chat with you about um, how you can uh, easily go solar. And we're going to be uh, talking about the uh, the advantages of this during our conversation. Um, today, I have... A friend of mine who I've known for a number of years, he's actually um, in a totally different time zone than me. So I appreciate him hopping on. Um, Rand, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well, thanks Jackie. Thanks for yeah. having me on.
0: Yeah, so um, where are you today? Cause I know you travel around.
1: Oh, so I'm in South Africa. My um, my family and I decided to relocate here.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, about a year and a half ago from the Philippines. We, My wife's job took her overseas. And we ended up in the Philippines. We decided to move every decade. We move basically. We we're in Florida for 10 years, Philippines. And now we're in South Africa, in Johannesburg. It's really lovely here. Nice weather. So it's a good time of year. It's summer. So, and we're up about a mile high actually. So,
0: very cool. Very cool. So, you actually introduced me to the solar aspect and you pretty, helped. It's pretty me- good. Yeah, you helped me educate um, myself and and others on the advantages of going solar. I'm going to share my screen um, in a second so that way, um, you know, the viewers who are on YouTube can see it. And for those on audio, definitely hop over. And again, for everyone who's listening, I will have the uh, the links embedded. So that way you can reach out to me as well as to check it out for yourself. But Rand, um, I know we're going to be talking about some tips, overall tips. But can you uh, talk about why, um, if if people are curious about solar or haven't really taken that next step, what why should they be thinking about this, especially now?
1: Okay, good. So yeah, solar. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to go solar. The the there's a, a major reason is to um, you know to help help clean the air and help clean the environment. I think it's time we've we've you know done a lot of um, you had the industrial revolution, and we put a lot of uh, made a lot of stuff, and we progressed a lot. Uh, but now I think attention is turning back to you know the problems we've created, and maybe the the ways we're going about it is not really as sustainable as it could be. So solar is a way to kind of you know clean the air. There's less emissions from uh, burning uh, fossil fuels, and it's, that's the first reason. On a more personal level, and this is really where solar is, the growth curve is taking off, is that you know energy rates, electricity rates are up about. 14, 15% year over year, that's really high, you know, in Florida, they're doing three rate uh, rate hikes this year, you have all these factors happening, Um, a lot of people are moving to certain states, and that's creating more demand, you have extreme weather events, uh, and those costs are put on the homeowners, you have a lot of various other factors, even interest rates going up to try to rein in inflation, a lot of these uh, utility companies have a lot of debt on their books. So there's a lot of things that really show that the future is going to be, even if inflation gets under control, that energy inflation, electricity inflation is going to keep going up. Right now at 14% a year, whatever around that, in about five years, your power bill will double. Now, it should come down from that, but let's say it doubles in 10 years. So really, when you look at solar um, from an economic point of view, you're basically taking an ever-escalating power bill that's inflation exposed. It goes up every year. You know, It's like, like death in taxes and your utility going up it's going to go up okay you know that and it's been going up pretty fiercely so it goes up every year and what you do with solar is you you own your own power and you basically stop overpaying because now you're going to switch typically you'll take your existing power bill let's say it's 250 a month and you'll swap it for a solar payment and that solar payment is now today 250 a month so that's a wonderful deal because now you have a fixed payment at 250 it's almost like if you have a mortgage payment and you're switching in a highly um, volatile environment you're switching to, from a variable rate to a fixed rate. That's a very smart move, okay? And this is basically taking a variable energy payment. Every payment you make goes to purchasing your own energy-producing asset. So it's like pulling from one pocket and the other, you're paying yourself. The same reason why you want to own a home versus rent a home. So these are kind of the basic principles that I think are not um, fully known by
0: So I'm going to hop in for a second. Uh, yeah, no, it's OK. I'm going to hop in for a second ahead, please, and uh, just kind of mention that, um, you know, depending upon, you know, you, where you're located, um, there are definitely, you know, tax advantages uh, to doing solar and um, and just knowing that you are you know owning your own power. I want to um, go over to some of the tips that you wanted to share. So do you want to share your screen? And we're going to um, give everyone some tips on uh, how this also can, you know, from the the global picture, why you need to be looking at this.
1: Okay. Can you see that, Jackie? Yep,
0: I can see the Hesh Report 12 Homeowner Energy Saving Hacks and... Um, I know we're always looking to save money because then we can put money into travel and some other things. So, um Rand, what are these um saving strategies that um, families can be looking at?
1: Okay, so in general, you know one day we took a step back and i was I was asking our partner, Randy about you know other ways we can save money for for homeowners because in the largest, you know we have a very purpose driven mission. To help with the environment and help keep more cash flow in the family. That's the, the two things that solar do that are very meaningful. So in a larger scope, like yes, if so we thought we can help them save money in other ways. And I consider solar an inexpensive way to save money on your home. Now it's not inexpensive as a system, but if you're if you're swapping bills and there's nothing out of pocket, then it's it's very accessible, let's put it that way. So we started looking at what else actually fills that mandate, what actually delivers that value what cuts, cuts the, the energy production and helps the environment in that regard, and what helps keep more cash flow in the family. So we started asking around and asking electricians and various people in solar and contractors and came up with a list. Uh, we call it homeowner energy savings tax. Now, these are things that, you know, obviously we wouldn't make money on. In fact, it's a little counterintuitive for a solar company to promote these because if we help save you money on electricity and you use less electricity, there's less panels on your roof but it does fulfill our mandate we're perfectly happy to show value and um, and help out. So these are things that are you know go the, go through them that will help you you know a couple hundred bucks very inexpensively to, to shave off on your your overall power production. You can hire a handyman, you can call TaskRabbit, which is a little app you can use, a handy person to come and help you out, uh, or you can uh, do it yourself if you're pretty handy yourself. So the first one this was interesting. Um, And install foam wall plate sealers behind each electrical wall plate. So on the walls on the outside of your home, you know, you're basically trying to create a thermal envelope. Okay, those things are little pockets that will just drain, you know, heat or or cool air out of your house, and you know, vice versa, and bring it bring the hot air in or the cool air in. So it also has the advantage of removing and getting pests, preventing pests from crawling in. But this is the light switches, the outlets, and it's literally just a little foam seal that you'd, you'd take the screws off and put it in there. They're super cheap and you just put them in all your outlets and it can save you about four to 10 percent in your power bill. That's pretty remarkable. Now, some people have, uh, you know, insulation, but it might be a little older. They might have 10, 20 years and the technology has increased quite a bit. However, when you do this, is number two, by the way. When you do insulation, it can be expensive—be a couple thousand bucks, three, four thousand bucks. Uh, but you can just get this reflective radiant barrier insulation. That's kind of the like the astronaut blankets—the blankets you have, the really reflective ones you can have in your emergency kit in your car. I don't know if you've seen those, but they're inexpensive. Sometimes you can get them at a the 99-cent store, or you know, hopefully the same technology. But uh, and then what you do is you 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 know staple gun them up in your rafters in your attic, or to prevent. Um, you know, the energy from, say, hot energy, especially from coming in and just reflect it back. That can save you about five, 10%. Uh, another one, now you can get a timer uh, from, often from your electrical company and a timer, time thermostat. You can get a thermostat from them. Sometimes they're free or they're discounted. And you can, when you leave, you can remotely with an app typically, or just, you know, set it to uh, go down. And over an eight hour block of time, you'll say about 1% uh, for every degree you turn it down for an eight hour block of time, it's about 1% of your power bill. So, um, if you drop your temp by 10% over eight hours, can result as much as 10% savings in your power bill. So, just not using it when you're there and, and having the technology to do so, it's, it's it's definitely readily available and that's inexpensive to put in. So, another one um, get a tankless. Um, actually, I, um,
0: I jumped ahead. That's There okay. we go.
1: so turn the water is number four um every 10 degrees will reduce the amount by overall consumption so um you know typically the manufacturer setting is 140 150 you set it down to 120 that's saving you quite a bit it can be up three percent after power bill that's a quick fix it also means when you turn the hot water you're not going to scald yourself (laughs) that's an added benefit of that of course, it will heat up a little you know, slower on a bath or whatnot, but not necessarily. You just turn the hot and navigate accordingly. So that's one that's, kind of, I found that kind of interesting. Um, insulate your water heater tank with a blanket. A lot of, most people have this, some sort of insulation. Some of it's fallen down if you take a look or some people hadn't done it. Um, so to insulate it is a, a big factor and you can change the heating element to so get a handy person or whatever to do that. That gets kind of caked up sometimes with um, you know calcium and other kind of minerals and doesn't work as well so you can change it and you know i have a, a solar professional here in south africa who's saying you know um, you can drop at least 10 kilowatts a day per water heater by doing that by putting the blanket on and getting a new um, getting a timer on it also you can put a timer on it and then putting uh, the heating changing the heating element that's a lot at 15 cents a kilowatt that's 45 dollars a month as much as 15 percent savings so i was really impressed with that as well now we look at um you get to a little more complicated, but you know not not so much. you can add number six is add caulking or weather stripping to seal any air leaks around leaky doors or windows save about seven to eight percent in your power bill. It might cost you a little bit of money two hundred and fifty bucks or so, but that's fine and then you can next step seven is seal seal the air leaks around utility cut cut throughs for pipes. so look under your sink in your bathroom and you know when the pipes come in are. Are there is there foam sealant around those pipes? Again, you're trying to create a thermal envelope. Okay, so any holes in the wall that will let air in and out are not definitely not cost efficient, and will use more energy. So a fireplace. This is a kind of a fun one. Um, I, I was I actually laughed at this one because you can access the fireplace for any efficiencies and consider using ceiling balloons that can save as much as 10%. Now, when I was doing the research for this, there's a lot of solutions you can get in you know different vents and this and that for the fireplace and. They're more expensive and complex, but I found really simple was that when you're not using it in the off months, you get a balloon and you seal it up. That's really inexpensive. Okay. And then it, when you turn the fire on, the balloon pops. That's it. So I was really impressed with that, how simple that was. And you're basically, again, the thermal envelope, that's a big hole, right? Yeah, and, it is. And, and it's a big, it's a big gap. It's a vent, right? So I, th- I found that that was a really nice one from what I was happy to come across. Uh, if you have a pool, so this is where we're getting, uh, as, as I go down the list, it gets a little more expensive, but you put a variable pool pump in with a good timer can save you as much as 80% on your pool energy demand. Why? Because they are these pumps that run at full speed constantly, and some people haven't really upgraded that yet. Very, you don't really need all that. You can do low, lesser speeds and higher speeds and then timing, and variable pool pump does that and It as much as 80%. Now, pools are very expensive. They're energy hogs, so you can save as much as seven, 20% of your overall power bill. A variable pool pump will cost you maybe two, 3000 bucks. The economics will work out over time. So it's not really as good a hack as the other ones. It's inexpensive. But it's something you should look at and consider if you don't have a variable pool pump. Now, this one I should maybe put higher on the list because you upgrade your lighting. It's not as expensive. Uh, lighting can be massively overlooked. The average household spends 15% on, on lighting alone. So of course, LEDs can consume um, you know, 20, 10 to 20% of the old lights. They're about 80 to 90% more efficient. And you'd also do uh, solar lights, outdoor lights. Outdoor lights um, allow you to, I um, lost the screen. Do you wanna?
0: There you go. You got it. Yeah,
1: yeah. okay, cool. So also, um, solar lights outdoors, that, that requires uh, no energy. You put those in place and all your outdoor lighting could be um, solar. And that's very helpful. We've had some blackouts here and we're, it's nice to have your outdoor lighting work, especially on a on a motion sensor and uh, usually it's a dollar or something, but it's it's good to have some lighting on the outside. We're, we're very grateful for that. So um, get it. And then tw- 11, get a tankless water heater. That's going to cost you something, but they are going to they can save a lot, um, quite a bit. And um, that's instead of having a, the full tank water heater. It's going to cost you some money again, a couple thousand bucks or so, but it will pass a lot over time. Finally, you have energy efficient appliances, you know, fridges and dishwashers and washers and dryers. Some of the new ones can cut consumption as much as 50% if you have appliances over a decade old for those um, appliances. And most appliances consume about 13, 15% of the imagine, uh, average American household. And some of there's some rebates you can get as well. Um, I'll give you a bonus one too. This is kind of a, an obvious one, which I didn't put in here, but I'm gonna add to it as kind of a bonus, because um, so I can leave it at 12. And the bonus is you know, unplug your appliances, you know, when you're not using them. It's a very kind of old world thing. You'll see people doing it. And I didn't realize how much, a friend told me you can save as much as 30% on your energy. And I was like, whoa, I can't believe we don't have that in there. Again, this was new to me. I was just, I, I, I got a couple of these tips given to me. And I was, I said, you know, these are wonderful. Like we should, we, this is our home, our calling card that we can help save. Our, our overall mandate is help save money and help save the environment, make things more sustainable on two fronts. And, and so I started researching and it took a number of hours. And Jackie, will have this report available to anybody who wants it. And I hope it does benefit them in in those ways.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, whether or not you go solar, that's your personal decision, but there are certain things that you could do within your own home to help you know, protect the environment as well as save money for you on your energy. Um, again, with um, going solar, it's an easy process and there's no out-of-pocket costs. So I definitely want to you know mention that because um, it just you're just swapping your um, traditional electric bill for the the solar. Um, And it's, um, if not equivalent, it will save you money. Um, And, you know, definitely, um, in the long run, you are also getting some more advantages from the tax side to the energy side to knowing that you're helping the environment. Um, So, I mean, there's just so many positive things. Um, I know that if you um, today is just a one of many episodes that I've done with Rand and Randy on solar. So this is just to co- kind of remind everyone, um, connect over with me so that way we can do um, a complimentary call to see how solar can help you. Um, Rand, any last minute thoughts um, before we kind of sign off?
1: Well, um, put in perspective, at a seven percent or, or like a six, seven percent energy inflation rate, which is about half what it is right now, you'll save over the life of our thirty-year warranty uh, about a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. That's that's money you can put back in the family. So that might sound unreal to you. We urge you to take a look. Uh, I would argue it's a reasonable thing to explore. They say that in the next seven years, thirty-five percent of America will be house solar. There's a reason for that because things are kind of you have this curve that happens, and it's we're right here, it's about to go vertical. Uh, and that's just enough reason to explore it. We have a very consultative approach. Uh, we're not hard sale. We'll, we'll, we'll explain to you, we're educational. I think you can see by this report that that's kind of our ethic. And we're happy to do that. You know, It doesn't cost anything and definitely get value at the end of the day because you'll see what you can uh, get from solar. And not all homes qualify. Some homes don't work out, but we're happy to show you what we can do for you.
0: Yeah, you did mention something which actually kind of um, um, made me realize that um, I needed to step up to the plate here. One of my concerns when I first started to explore the solar side was the um, uh, the insurance side. What what you know, my question was, what would happen if something happened to my roof, or you know, there was you know damage or whatever? And the um, one of the reasons why I decided to to um, Work with po- power is the fact that there is a warranty, a thirty-year warranty on installation, on the equipment. So that basically, um, you know, made me feel more comfortable because um, it had um, a pre- an element of protection. For the things that you can't always predict. So, you know, again, for everyone who's listening, just reach out. There's um, no pressure. It's all educational, it's information. And Rand, well, there was one more thing you wanted to share, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> on, on
1: that note, if you look at the larger picture, I had this, this realization recently there's some people who like solo, not solo. It's like football teams, like, you know, uh, taste great, less filling. There's this, this argument. And and there were, one day I realized, you know, People that don't like solar, half the people, 40% of the people, they're both right, right? People had bad equipment, so we will educate you onto what how solar can be done wrong and how it can be done right, and it's just an interesting um, to look look at it all. That you know, if you hear someone had a bad experience with solar, they probably did, and solar didn't work for them. But it's the way it was done, and the nuance is important. All all the boxes checked, the warranty, the big factor, the insurance, and uh, we can explain all that in a call. So if it's done right, it's remarkable, and if it's done right, it's poorly. That's my. If you hear any negative things about solar, it's gotten out there. Um, that's why it can be done wrong and it can be done very right, right. Those are both true statements. Yeah, and that kind of clears clears the, clears the clouds a little bit. I think for people like I heard it's good. I heard it's bad, and the fact is both of those can be true at the same time. Like a quantum computer, you know, <laughs> both can be true simultaneously. It's not one <laughs> or the other.
0: Very very true. Very true. So I appreciate the the 12 hacks that you'd shared. And uh, for everyone who's listening, again, um, just reach out. I'm happy to send over the PDF so that way you can uh, implement it within your own home. Rand, um, as always, I know we're gonna have many conversations coming up and everyone who's listening, definitely um, remember you know, on all my shows, I always say, be kind to yourself, be kind to others. We're all interconnected and we're all part of one world. So have a great day. Thanks everyone.